Hi everyone. I am so excited to share this special, special conversation with you. I spoke with Dr. Melissa Shapiro recently about her wonder dog, Piglet, who is a pink puppy. Well, he's actually about four now, but who's counting? Who also happens to be deaf and blind. Piglet lives the absolute best life possible, surrounded by love from all sides, both at home and on the road in his work as an animal inclusion activist. I actually got to meet Piglet via Zoom and he charmed me just as he does everyone else. Here's his story. Dr. Shapiro, this book touched my heart maybe more than any I've read this year. I cannot stand to see anyone, especially animals, have anything but love and affection. And you are giving Piglet such a wonderful life and a wonderful home. I want to hug you for that. And now you've also written this truly beautiful, heartwarming book. So welcome to I'd Rather Be Reading. Thank you. It's great to be here. So let's start here. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you met Mr. Piglet and how he came to be a part of your family. I am a veterinarian. That's my, I'm a mom and a wife also, but professionally and animal wise, I am a veterinarian uh -huh. and I have done a fair amount of animal welfare work over the years primarily with dog rescues, volunteering to help different dog rescues with different medical aspects for some of the dogs that are local, and then advising and consulting for people who aren't near me. Uh, so <laughs> I have a bunch of dogs here, uh -huh. and I um, we, ad we adopted a dog years ago from a rescue group in Georgia who... Um, is run by a veterinarian. So we connected and I was able to give, give her a hand with dogs that she would bring up here to Connecticut from Georgia. Sometimes they would be adopted and they would have a lingering medical issue or something that needed to be addressed. And then I could take care of it for the people until the, that issue was settled and managed. And then they could move on to, if they weren't local, they would use a different veterinarian. So um, years went by and we saw each other when she would come up from Georgia to uh, bring, a, bring dogs for adoption events in Connecticut. And six years later, after we adopted Gina, who was a double moral Aussie Border Collie mix, mm -hmm. uh, she's, so she's deaf in one ear. She can see, but has some vision deficits. She's white and beautiful, which those dogs look like. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. they're beautiful, but they have problems. Yeah. So anyway, she sent me an email and said that I, she had a one pound blind, probably deaf, tiny uh, dachshund chihuahua mix, did I know somebody who would be a good fit for him? So I immediately said no to myself. And then I thought, you know, I don't want another dog. My husband does not want another dog. We have six dogs, but we should foster him to help him settle and then find his forever home. 
So that's how we met them. I love a good foster failure. And this is a foster failure. Yeah, so it, was, it was a fail, you know. But in the best way possible, right? So yeah, eventually yeah. you write in the book, quote, Piglet was not going anywhere. He was already in his forever home and we were his mom and dad. So it is impossible not to fall in love with this little guy. But when did you realize that Piglet was not just your foster dog, he was your dog? Well, Piglet came to us very, very, as a very difficult one pound puppy. And in the book, I do say, how much trouble can a one pound puppy be? And that is what I was saying to myself and to Warren, my husband, when I said, you know, we'll just keep him here for a couple of weeks and it'll be a lot of fun. I thought I could learn. I, I always, I, I, after Gina was here with deaf in one ear, I thought it'd be fun to have a deaf or blind or deaf blind dog to, to rescue and, and help and keep uh, as ours. But I wasn't doing that right now, right then. Mm -hmm. I was going to do that when our numbers decreased, which would have been far into the future. Right. But he came and he was very, very upset. He was very challenging puppy to have. And we really did not want to keep him because it was really creating a lot of chaos here. All the dogs were upset by the, the craziness of how we were feeling stressed. We, our daughter was trying to study and we ended up really trying hard to place him. And I was trying to be objective and not fall in love with him. But the longer he was here, even over a few weeks, the worse it got because we have fostered dogs and birds in the past. And while I get attached, like everybody else, when you start fostering, you go in, you know, the dogs or the, whatever the pet is are leaving mm -hmm. and you adjust your mindset accordingly. So I was set to send them really, but then he, you know, he was settling down. There wasn't a good match for him. People were, were, very sweet and nice. They wanted him. They wanted to give him a good home, but they weren't being terribly realistic about just how troubled he was and just how uh, challenging he would be to keep. Yeah. Because he, even now he's very, he's very demanding of not, not in a demanding way. He's a nice dog and, you know, he's very affectionate. He's very sweet and connected, but he does not want to be alone. So yeah. Yeah. We don't leave him alone. I mean, maybe he would have been different with somebody else. It's possible, but we do leave our other dogs in the house. We leave, we don't feel good about it, but we go out to eat or whatever we do. We have him, like we can't go anywhere. We have to bring him wherever we go. But in any case, uh, so it went on for eight weeks, two months. And finally it was, I, I was starting to feel very stressed every time there was an application that would come in and I was, I would feel so stressed out, you know, what, how am I really going to do this? And nothing was really panning out the way we really would have liked it to on the other mm -hmm. end. So finally, I called, I called the, uh, I called it. That was it. And that so was it. I, I told Warren, I'm sorry. And, you know, this is all in the book in much more detail, of course. And, and isn't Warren, what's his nickname? Favorite dad? Yeah, Warren is favorite dad. He had already become favorite dad. Mm -hmm. You know, he was, Piglet loves Warren. Yeah. And he is his favorite dad. So people ask me, does he have more than one dad? <laughs> I say, no, he has one and he's his favorite. So I'm know. sure it wasn't too hard of a sell on Warren because it's like I said, it's impossible not to fall yeah. in love with Sweet Piglet. So 
listeners be jealous. I just had a piglet sighting. He just came on the Zoom. So um, he looks great and he looks like he's doing great. So how is he doing today? Is he four years old now? He's, yes, he's four and a half. And it's taken, it, it's, we've, it's been quite a nice ride with him for four and a half years. It's been mm -hmm. a lot of fun. He enjoys every aspect of his life. He, he's, he, he changed and he transitioned from a screaming little puppy, tiny, one and a half pounds when he got here, to a big six and a half pound, mm -hmm. very confident, active dog. He, he loves to go traveling with me. He likes to come to work with me. He has friends where he goes. He does his tricks. He likes to visit classrooms. He really, you know, his, his world is, is relatively limited because he, he can't see or hear, which are the main senses that people use and, and animals use to mm -hmm. orient themselves in an environment. Within his case, he's missing both. He's relying on his nose and his sense of touch to keep him where he needs to be. Mm -hmm. So he does miss out on a fair amount of input, of course, from any environment and situation. So he overloads pretty quickly when he goes to his events, but he's he enjoys them and he knows when it's going to be time to take a, a little downtime. He takes a little nap in his stroller Aww. and then he recharges and he rejoins, which is a nice lesson for kids and adults, especially people who want to hold him and really crowd him and spend a lot of time with him. He's he's he needs to be respected because he is he's working on three out of five and one of them taste isn't really a, a you know the right. most important one you know but anyway so he does very well in his life in general he's a very happy dog he um he runs the roost he's on a schedule <laughs> but at the same time he's very flexible he's resilient and perseverant and all of the things that go into piglet mindset <laughs> I am, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> Which I know you're going to ask. Oh, oh yeah. You know, I'm going to ask about that in, in just a yeah. second, but, um, you know, how, oh gosh, it's just impossible not to fall in love with this dog. Um, so what made you want to share Piglet's story with the world? Well, I, I love, I love sharing my dogs. And even when my kids were little, I took pictures of them. I had very nice photo albums because there was no digital then. Yeah. They're in their twenties. And I would, I would go to work with these little photo albums with um, one picture on a page for just four by six is a small album. And I would show my pictures to my clients and my friends and I enjoyed sharing them. And I always thought, oh, you know, am I imposing? I don't want them to, uh, you know, I don't want them to have to look at my pictures, but they all liked it, they wanted to. So I was in that habit I, when I ended up with a lot of dogs and on Facebook, Facebook came and I started posting my dogs and my kids on Facebook. It was a lot of fun. So of course, when Piglet came, he joined in my fun and I have, you know, I didn't get very many people liking my, my posts. It was just my friends. Right. So when I started posting Piglet though, everybody wanted to see more of Piglet. So I made him his own page. <laughs> and once we had the page at the same time, we were trying to find his home. We were also, I'm very um, interested in advocating for animals. Mm -hmm. And he came from a situation where they did not spay and neuter their dogs. Mm -hmm. And they also allowed double uh, dapple colored dogs to breed together, which is what created this disabled dog. It's yeah. a very bad thing. We aren't, in, we're not glorifying it in any way, shape or form. We want people not to do it. He's an example. So I have been accused of 
showing him off and making um, people want to make oh, more piglet. Come on, and people. you know we're right, we're very careful to say piglet is profoundly disabled. He would choose not to be if he could, yeah. and we would choose for him to be able to see and hear if he if it was possible by not breeding yeah. two dapple colored dogs. At the same time. On the other side, of course, Piglet is disabled and he enjoys his life and he optimizes what he has. And that is a lesson as well. So there's two sides to it. But in any case, I started putting him on his own Facebook page. I got him a, a Dodo video by emailing them his compelling story to, of rescue. And they posted him and I had uh, him posted in different rescue groups that were then pulling people over to our page. So the page grew. And of course, after he was adopted, he was mine and ours, my husband's and mine. Mm -hmm. And we, um, then I was just growing the page because it was a great way to educate and advocate and raise money for dog rescues, which is what I was doing. And that was my plan. And I started, I'll show you, this is a phone case wallet. Uh -huh. I started with this. I sold uh, hundreds of these and I sent them all around the world. And I thought it was so amazing. I raised like $1,200 selling phone case wallets, which I donated to Piglet's Rescue down in Georgia. And then we moved on to other merch and we started selling magnets and stickers and um, pins and shirts and all of these different items and raised thousands and thousands of dollars, which I donated to dog rescues like the piglet mind perfect cue up for the perfect okay so here's yes the, I'm, I'm showing you pig, no, yes sees. you're wearing yeah. a piglet mindset sweatshirt right yeah, now yeah. that i'm gonna go and buy so before yeah. i ask you about the piglet mindset so we don't forget where can listeners go buy oh, your for the shirts mm -hmm. so i i i ended up coming across bonfire which is a platform that does a lot of um shirts for for nonprofits which I ultimately created, but I was, I was selling shirts on Bonfire before we had a nonprofit. And it's a very nice platform to use, putting a plug in for them. They've been very nice to me. They've designed amazing shirts and been very patient with my meticulous needs that the shirts have to be perfect before we right. um, sell them. So I, uh, this shirt is the Piglet Mindset shirt. And um, there are probably 10 or 12 designs now. They're not all on sale all the time, but we sell them on campaigns. So it goes a couple of weeks, people order, they take all the orders, they print the shirts, send them out and they send me a check. So, which yeah. is extremely nice. So the, where to find our merchandise, which are these t-shirts and there's tote bags and mugs that I have. And there are hats too that rotate around what we're offering at any particular time. On our website, which is pigletmindset.org, mm -hmm. on the top tabs, there is merch, M-E-R-C-H. Mm -hmm. And when you click on that, you come to the bonfire link to go to Piglet's Merchandise Store. And if you go there, you'll find a, a group of shirts that are, are on sale now. Mm -hmm. uh, leading into our book launch, I wanted to make sure that there were shirts available. So this one is available. This is one of the most popular ones we've raised thousands and thousands of dollars selling this shirt. And I, I mentioned to you before, I'm, I'm up at over $97,000 raised through selling shirts and tote bags and um, 
hats and uh, mugs, but mostly shirts. You're going to want to make sure that store is in stock because your book yeah. is already a pre-order bestseller on yeah. Amazon. So congratulations yeah. already. Thank you. So, yeah. so, okay. We, we plugged the piglet mindset merch, but what is the piglet mindset and okay. how can we all adopt it? Well, piglet mindset started out when a teacher, third grade teacher in Massachusetts, Massachusetts saw was watching our post because she is a dachshund mix and she found our page through a dachshund rescue group when I was trying to find a home for Piglet. And she came onto the website, uh, to the Facebook page and left a comment saying she was gonna show pictures of and videos of Piglet to her third graders. Um, and it turned out to teach growth mindset, which is optimism, flexibility, perseverance, resilience, and empathy. There are mm -hmm. five stances of growth mindset, which she breaks down into two month uh, sections throughout the year. And she adopted Piglet as their, they, they ended up adopting Piglet as their growth mindset mascot because he faces his challenge, challenges with a positive attitude. And he fits into all of those categories in the way that he approaches his life, probably except empathy, because I don't think dogs are terribly empathetic. They can <laughs> They can see what other animals are doing. I don't know how they would share that emotion, how they would right. feel it, but they might, they might. Right. I'm not saying they don't, but he certainly creates empathy in other in, in people that are learning about him. So uh, she coined the phrase piglet mindset from growth mindset, teaching using piglet to teach growth mindset to her students. And I made, uh, created four PowerPoint presentations for her to use throughout the year, which she integrated into her lesson plans which she then shared with me and I added to the website, we added Piglet's inclusion pack a year or two later. So it's a nice curriculum of growth mindset and inclusion to teach to students. They can be really any age, even up to high school and adult, because it's all versatile and applicable and very adaptable to different teaching styles for different age groups. Yeah. Tell us and, about the inclusion pack. Yeah. So, um, so anyways, Piglet's, Piglet's inclusion pack is my dogs, which are uh, si it, was, it was six, now it's five, and the way that they accept each other and include Piglet in everything that they do. They're a tight pack, they love each other. Susie was the leader, she is uh, gone now, but she, she, we had her for a very long time and she brought each of our dogs into the family with a very, very, I don't know how she did it, but she enforced being gentle and kind to each other. It's not that they never had a spat. They're sibs, you know, they, they have a little this and that disagreement, sure. but for the most part, they're a very nice group. They do everything together. I take them for walks together. It's nice to spend time, of course, with one-on-one -on -one, and I try to, but we have a lot of dogs, so they do tend to do, but they love to do tricks together. And they love to do tricks with Piglet and Piglet enjoys them. So when I first, um, when Piglet was first here and he was carrying on, I, I actually started to teach him tap signals instead of being able to speak to him or give him hand signs, you know, um, using sign language because he can't see and he can't hear. I had to touch him in order to communicate the basic dog manners. So once I started doing that with him, all my other dogs were already doing group work together. They sit together. I call one at a time. I call them all together and, and these sorts of things. So I added Piglet to that group and it really, it's a very inclusive group and it's its a nice example, it's a simple model. 
even Piglet as a growth mindset model. These are very simple models only to illustrate and then have kids and adults bring the ideas into their lives and integrate so that then they, they um, change their own mindset when they're approaching friends, family, uh, people who are disabled, animals who are disabled, and themselves waking up in the morning and attacking their challenges with a positive attitude like Piglet. And believe it or not, it reaches a lot of people. So we have the educational program, but Piglet Mindset is more universal than that because he reaches everybody through his social media pages, and that is our message. So Piglet Mindset, I, I can read you um, Piglet's... I have... Um, Actually, this is Piglet's mission. I'm just going to read you what I, I have. I love this, Piglet's um, mission. Go for it. Well, I have Piglet's mission, and I also have Piglet's inc inclusion pack. And to join, there are requirements. So, would okay. you go for would, it? All of all of the above. Okay, I'm going to tell you Piglet's Piglet's mission first. I, when I first started with this Facebook page and raising money, I gave him a mission. The mission has changed some in wording because we added the Piglet Mindset Educational Program after the initial mission. But the mission is to advocate for and support rescued animals through education and fundraising. Inspire and motivate others to adopt special needs pets. So that's the animal welfare, dog rescue and animal rescue parts of his mission. Mm -hmm. We're educating about spay and neuter, about rescue versus buying um, and uh, being kind to animals, of course. And, and of course, we're focusing on special needs pets who are disabled because we like to see them adopted also. Absolutely. Not for everybody, but if you can, it's a nice thing to In do. In the right home. Yeah, it has to be the right match. So, so the next three parts of Piglet's mission are to facilitate Piglet Mindset educational outreach to teachers, students, and others in the community. That is all um, on our website and downloadable. And the message is the message, of course. And mm -hmm. then encourage acceptance, inclusion, empathy, and kindness through the example of Piglet's inclusion pack and put a smile on faces all around the world. So that's his mission. Mm -hmm. And then to, and while we're doing Piglet's mission, which is visiting schools and collaborating either, either virtually or in person, and the teachers are using our materials, I send them Piglet stickers <laughs> and Piglet's inclusion pack membership cards for the kids. Uh -huh. they, love, they love this stuff. So Piglet's inclusion pack membership card really defines what Piglet mindset is. And that is facing challenges with a positive attitude, accepting others for who they are, including others despite their differences, showing empathy and compassion towards others and always being kind and considerate to all. So it's all related, you know. And These then on the card- such great lessons for kids. Yeah. It's so good. The card has um, all six, all seven dogs on it, mm -hmm. which is the same picture that's on the back of our book cover. Yep. Very special picture because Susie's in it. Yep. And we were really happy that my photographer friend was able to catch one of the most amazing pictures I've ever seen. It's a great of picture. Seven dogs sitting in a row, all looking at us, all different <laughs> colors, sizes, shapes, hair, hair coat colors, and oh. and uh, length and different breed mixes and they're all together, Piglet's Inclusion Pack, yeah. I love Piglet's Inclusion Pack. So um, I hope I can get through as we start to wrap up this passage without getting emotional. I'm telling you, this, this touches- I'm gonna be emotional. 
<laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to try, but you write that this book is, quote, a reminder to the world of how much we can accomplish by caring for our fellow beings, human and non-human, whether disabled or not, or simply an individual searching for a little extra consideration and kindness. There will always be too many abandoned and neglected animals in need of rescue or just overlooked and unwanted. But Piglet definitely came into our lives to teach us lessons. Just when you think you can't open your heart any more than you already have, something can happen to help you discover that you have more to give. And what you get from being open to the unexpected in animals and in humans is the greatest gift you can ever receive. Thank you for this, Dr. Shapira. So what lessons has our favorite dog Piglet taught you? I'm sure there are so many. That, yes. Well, you know, the initial saying yes was the biggest <laughs> lesson because, and that's what that is describing really. And, yeah. and that is that I really did not think that we could do this. I wrote emails to people. I wrote emails to myself, you know, why I can't do it. And ultimately the answer was I'm doing it. And we adopted Piglet. I, I my poor husband had to come along for this ride, but we both learned that sometimes you just need to change direction and be flexible and adapt. And I think that that's a big lesson that Piglet teaches and taught us firsthand. Um, you know, ex accepting the unexpected is a very big lesson for people. You know, you have to be flexible in life. You don't know, you, you never know what's going to happen. I had, and, and even when adopting Piglet, I thought I was going to raise money and awareness for, for dogs and other animals. I had no idea I was going to have social media pages like they are <laughs> so, so much fun to, to know people and interact with people all around the world, a book all around the world, uh, you know, educational program that led to people magazine article, which validated to me everything that I was doing, because that's a pretty validating, um, it, it, you know, thing to happen to be in people magazine. Sure. Um, and then also, um, of course, then the book opportunity came along and for me my my one of my biggest passions and one of the things that I'm I've done my whole life and so dedicated to is animals I I wanted to become a vet when I was very young child I I found my goal I mean there's nothing like being able to be a vet when you wanted to be a vet your whole life mm -hmm. it's, it's a job I it's not it's not fun hobby but my friend and I feel like you know we get paid to do this this is pretty amazing because it's yeah. so much fun and 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 while like I said it is work and we take it very seriously having having to go to work to something that you love so much is really a, a, a quite a nice gift but getting back to Piglet and and his lessons then you know I I had no idea that I was going to be able to write a book I have had I've had a great life with animals I have plenty of stories to tell but you need a spark to be able to write a book that people want to read. And Piglet came along and, and he gave me that opportunity. He gave me a platform to share all of my passions towards animals, being kind to animals and all the different little subcategories that go along with that. Um, and here we're writing a book, not just about Piglet and his rescue, but other animals. My life as a vet, our family, there's some parenting in there. There are all sorts of fun things in our book dog training um, and 
there, there's, I don't know how, I, I don't even know how to express how exciting this is for me, but the lesson to be learned is that when you think you can't, maybe you dig down a little bit deeper and you find a way to. So for me, you know, saying yes to Piglet is one of the best things I've done in my whole life. I, I just, I can't, I can't tell you how much I love this dog either. So it's I mean, not I just know how much Piglet. I love this dog and I've you know, never, you've never even met him. him. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but I, I, I am partnered with him. It's, it's a, it's a professional relationship as well as I'm his mom and he's sitting in my lap right now in a little ball, yep. you know, snoozing away. And I, I really truly can't get, cannot get enough of him. And, you know, when he came, I wanted him to go away. I feel very bad about that. And, and one of his followers called me on that because I said, I've said that. And they say, how could you, how can you even say that, that you wanted not to keep him? And I said, well, you know, if you were here having a dog scream all day, when you're trying to work and take care of business, have your daughter trying to study for all of these exams. And there's a dog screaming all the time. It's maybe it's not a good match, you know? So we ended up making it work. But when I said that someone, someone was very angry with me. And I had to explain that even though I felt like that, I don't feel like that anymore. I regret feeling like that. I should have said yes the first day he got here, but you have to go through, you know, these things kind of evolve and then it, sure. it, it evolved the way it needed to evolve. And he stayed. And, and I think, I think honestly, I appreciated the decision more having taken two months to make it. And, you know, so I, but when I, I, I can't kiss this dog enough. And so while I, use him and and we go and visit and we write and we do whatever we're doing that's all great but he is he is our dog we love him to pieces my husband and i our kids probably don't love him quite as much because he's kind of annoying <laughs> he barks all the time but 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 we love him and we sit and hold him for hours and hours a day he sits on my lap when i do a zoom he comes with me if he, and this dog is so amazing he he is blind and deaf and he knows when I'm leaving the house, he knows yeah. I can walk yeah. around the house. The second I'm leaving, I could be walking up and down that, that, those stairs mm -hmm. for the whole afternoon. But the time when I'm leaving the house, I don't know how he knows I have keys in my hand because he cannot hear them or see them, but he, he knows. knows he's got this real good, um, unspoken awareness of what's going on around him. And he is very attentive, which is one of his most endearing qualities is that he just wants to be connected and he he does it in such a sweet adorable way that he's irresistible <laughs> he, is a, he is a gift and he I is. think this I think this book touched my heart maybe more than any other I am so thankful for you and for Piglet from the bottom of my heart thank you for being here today <laughs> thank you I just want to say in no uncertain terms, I love you, Piglet. And Dr. Shapiro, you are pretty great as well. Everyone, please read this book. Your heart will explode with happiness. My book pick of the week, other than Piglet, is Jamie Foxx's Act Like You Got Some Sense, which drops this Tuesday, October 19th. In it, Jamie shares his often hard-fought lessons on parenting, specifically about being a girl dad. Not shockingly, it made me laugh, and Jamie, your daughters are lucky, lucky, lucky to have you. 
So friends, let me know what you're reading and loving at hello. I'd rather be reading at gmail.com. Follow, rate, review our show. Thank you so much as always for listening. And we'll be back next week with a conversation. I'm so excited to share with you with former Cosmopolitan editor-in-chief Kate White, the author of our very first ever fiction interview on the show. See you next week.